0: Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby of Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and put your hat down tight. I ain't going to tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. Have to be brave today, okay? Because, guys, did you know, ladies, don't get up and walk out just yet. Guys, did you know that hidden inside every godly woman is a longing to be submissive and led by a strong man? Because I've asked over 100 ladies a series of about 9 or 10 questions. And when I got done with those questions, I said, now, what would you do for a man like that? And every single one of them, except one, said, I would do anything for a man like that. I would do anything for a man like that. Doesn't that sound like uh, submissive and led by a strong man? So what are those questions, men? What are those questions? What would you do for a man that loved you more than life itself? What would you do for a man that looked at you with such love in his heart that you thought yours would stop? What would you do for a man that swept you up and took you on adventures that you had only dreamed about? What would you do for a man that never let little things get in the way of important things? What would you do for a man that could go toe-to-toe with the most powerful men in the world, but kids would still want to be around him? What would you do for a man that took you by the hand and showed you how to have a relationship with God that you never was possible. What would you do for a man that could look you in the eye and you knew that you were the most important thing in the world? What would you do for a man that was never too busy to listen, that was never too busy to love or never too busy to leave you alone when you just needed some space? What would you do for a man that cared for your every need and put every one of those above his own ladies what would you do for a man like that over 100 ladies has told me i would do anything for a man like that i would do anything for a man like that there's your answer guys there's your answer simple i'm done Not really. Every single woman answered anything except one. So I thought I'd throw in what the one said. She said, well, it depends. I'm not going to jump off a cliff or anything. And I said, okay, if it was that type of man, do you think he's going to ask you to jump off a cliff? And she goes, well, probably not. I said, okay, with that in mind, what would you do for a man like that? She goes, oh, I'd do anything. Okay. The most controversial verse in the Bible, in my opinion, is Ephesians 5, 22. Wives, submit to your husband. Wives, submit to your husband. Some of you don't like that. I don't care. That's exactly what it means. Wives, submit to your husband. Why do I say that? Because it's the word of God. But wait a minute. Before you run out. Let's look at the verse right before that. Ephesians 5.21. Submit to one another out of your reverence for Christ. Submit to one another out of your reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your husbands. Of course he's going to say wives, submit to your husbands. Because he just got through saying submit to each other. He's not going to say... Submit to each other out of your reverence for Christ. But wives, you don't have to submit to your husband. Right? I mean, come on. We are supposed to submit to one another out of our reverence for Christ. So yes, wives, you are to submit to your husband. And guess what, dudes? Start submitting to your wife. Those look different. Okay? Those look different. But one is not harder than the other and one is not easier than the other. One is just as hard as the other. Wives, if you think it's hard to submit to your husband, I'm telling you right now that it's just as hard for your husband to submit to you. It is equally hard. You want to know the definition of a good marriage? It's when husband and wife understand their roles and when they get it right, it is freaking amazing. When they don't, It usually ends in divorce or worse, which is probably a life lived unhappily. And Oh my gosh. So how do we submit to each other? How do we submit to each other? Here's the problem. Men and women need different kinds of love. We usually love the other how we need to be loved. Okay, we usually give the type of love we would like to receive. Let me illustrate. Women need to be shown affection. They need to be cuddled. They need to be talked to. They need to be told that they're beautiful. You know, all, they, they, they need attention, right? So guess what women do? They cuddle us and they want to hold our hands and they want to talk to us. They want to stroke our face and we don't care about any of that. Okay, we don't care about any of that, but guys, okay, men want to be respected and followed. So that's what they do to their wives. Where do you want to eat, honey? That's what guys say. And she's like, I don't care. Where do you want to eat? I don't care. I was asking you. And then it's a fight. Men give, try to give their women, Whatever they want. Nice house, nice car, diamond ring, weekly hair salon visit, nails done, whatever, right? Right, guys? Whatever is going to make them happy, just do it so you're not mad. It's the truth. But you know what? She don't care about all that it's nice. Don't get me wrong. Nice cars, nice house, diamond rings, nails done. All of that is good, but it's not going to fulfill her dudes. Cowboys, listen to me. How hard you work is not going to fulfill her. You want to know what she needs? She needs you to listen to her. She needs you to hold her hand. She needs you to cuddle her and tell her that she's beautiful. She needs you to, you know, stroke her face and, 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 Drop everything and, and hug her and kiss her and all that stuff that you suck at. I'm sorry, it's it's just the truth. You gotta do all that guys. And if you will, you know what she'll do for you? Anything. Anything anything. anything. But isn't that usually when the fight starts? When things start going bad, generally the husband will say some version of this. Well, you just don't appreciate anything. I get up every single day and I work my butt off and don't you see what I do? And who do you think buys the food? And just goes on and on and on. And she's like, you're an idiot. That's that's usually a synopsis of every marriage fight in some form or fashion. But there's a reason for that. There is a reason for that. In Genesis chapter 3, I'm going to do them in reverse order, starting in verse 17. So Adam and Eve have eaten the apple, and they realize that they were naked, and they were ashamed, and God, you know, made some coverings for them. And then he pulls everybody in. He pulls the serpent in. He pulls Adam in, and he pulls Eve in. And he's like, there's consequences because y'all didn't do what I told you to, Right? So he pronounces three curses and we won't talk about the snake's curse. Okay. But we're going to start with the man. And God said to the man, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, whose fruit I command you do not to eat. The ground is cursed because of you. All your life, you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains by the sweat of your brow. You will have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust and dust, you will return. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and your desire. Now, these are curses, okay? These are curses to the guy He basically said, no matter how much you do, you will never be fully appreciated. If you put a hundred percent out of it, you're only going to get 60 in return. Welcome to your life. Quit griping about it. It's the curse. You will never get out of something what you put into it. Okay. Yes, you're going to work your butt off and no, nobody's really going to appreciate it. It'll be nice, but quit saying that. It's part of the curse. And ladies, this is what God said. I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. For women, you know what your curse is? Summary, every ounce of you will scream out that your husband is doing things wrong. Your job is not to tell him how to do everything. Your job is to follow him and respect him. So how do we fix it? How how do we fix this? Because it can be fixed. By men being godly men. Not just men being men. Men being godly men. Now we could broach this subject for the rest of our lives. We could talk about this every single Sunday and there could be something new but I'm just going to give you a starting point, guys. Cowboys, you listen close to what I'm about to say. And if you do these four things, I think you'll be amazed at the results. Now, they may take you a little while, and when you start doing these things, your wife wife may be looking at you with, you know, like a colt fixing to get on for the first time, right? She'll be like, what are you doing? Because she's not going to be used to this, right? So everybody be a little bit patient, but guys... I want you to start doing these four things. Make a dang decision. Okay, seriously, make a decision. That may not be hard for some of you, but other guys are just wishy-washy all the time. Well, you know, like the whole deal. where do you want to eat? I don't care, where do you want to eat? I don't care, where do you want to eat? I don't care, just make a decision. Just make a decision and go with it. You know what? Make a decision. And if you're right, shut up. And if you're wrong, admit it. Easy, 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 easy. Don't ask her where she wants to eat, guys. Take her to eat somewhere, just like you did whenever you were courting her. These these ladies don't want a wishy-washy dude, okay? They want to be... Okay, I'm just going to go into the next one. Take her on an adventure. Take her on an adventure every single day. Take her on an adventure because you know what, guys? You know what you've done is you made her the adventure. Boy, whenever you were trying to land her and you were, what up, girl? You know, you had, you had your game on, you know what I mean? You were doing all the right things, saying all the right things, taking her out. and Man, everything was good, but, but she was the adventure and you knew it. So when you finally landed her, you're like, got it. I don't have to do anything anymore. No, 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 no. Take her on an adventure. Quit making her the adventure. Look, there's this thing that, that let's see, how do I say this? That nice guys finish last. I think that's true. Nice guys do finish last. Godly guys finish first. You want to know why girls go after the bad boys? Let me give you a little hint, guys. All you nice guys. And I can say this with full authority because I'm a recovering nice guy. (laughs) See, a nice guy will walk up and say, "Uh, do you want to go to the rodeo? Nah, I'm not really feeling like it. Okay, we'll see him. A bad boy will pull up on his Harley. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to the rodeo. You want to go? No? Okay. Bruh! He goes to the rodeo. Right? So he pulls up next time. You want to go hiking? No, I don't feel like it. Okay, I'm going hiking. He's going to go on the adventure anyway. And pretty soon she's like, I'm going to go do that. She's not the adventure, but he takes her on an adventure. And guys, whether your girl realizes it or not, man, she wants to be taken on an adventure. She wants to experience life, but you have made her your world. And, and there's nothing in her world that is, is meaningful to her. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't know how else to say that but she sees her life and and she sees herself when she showers and and she thinks she has all these flaws and she don't know why you're making the big deal about her. And it's nice at first, but after a while, she doesn't want to be the adventure anymore. She wants to be taken on an adventure. Get off your butts and do something. And finally, the third thing. Quit following your wife and start leading her. What do I mean by that? Quit following her and start leading her. I don't mean to say that you're going to start telling her everything to do. That's not what I mean at all. Quit following her and start leading her. And what I mean by that is lead her down the path of righteousness, be the uh, spiritual leader of your house pray for God's wisdom. You be the priest. You be the minister. You be the pastor. You you be the David against the Goliaths in your house, okay? Quit, Quit letting your wife be the only strong one in the house. You take over that role. Put on your full armor of God and be men. That's what she wants, but see, The roles have reversed because you weren't doing your job. So she had to become strong and she had to do it. But she's not built for it, guys. You are. But if you ain't going to do it, she has to. And finally, love her like Christ loved the church. How do we do that? See if any of this sounds familiar. Love her more than life itself. What does it mean to love her like Christ loved the church? Look at her with such love in your heart that she thinks hers might just stop. Sweep her up and take her on an adventure she only dreamed about. Never let little things get in the way of important things. Be the type of man that can go toe-to-toe with the most powerful men in the world and kids still flock to you. Take her by the hand and show her how to have a relationship with God that she never imagined. Look her in the eye in a way that she knows that she's the most important thing in the world. Never be too busy to listen, too busy to love, or too busy to leave her alone when all she needs is some space. Care for her every need And put hers above your own. See, you thought I was asking questions about men. But I was actually describing what Jesus Christ did. For every single one of us. That's how Christ loved the church. And that's how we are supposed to love our wives. So how do we fix it? By men being godly men. How do we fix it? By women being godly women. Respect your husband and follow him. I've nailed these guys to the floor, ladies. I've come down on them hard. And while I do believe it is their initiative and their responsibility, they are not the only ones with a part to play in this. Respect your husband and follow him. Listen, he's going to make mistakes. He is not perfect. He is not perfect. You bring more honor and blessings to the marriage by praying and following and respecting your husband than you would by correcting his mistakes. Let me say that again. You bring more honor and blessing to the marriage by following, respecting, and trusting your husband more than pointing out the mistakes you think he he is making. But see, I didn't say these things. God did. In Ephesians 5.33, Paul sums it all up. So again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. You know, my wife got mad at me one time. Well, she's been mad at me a lot of times, but one in particular, okay? I mean, the type of mad that I thought she was going to leave me, that type of mad. Instead of getting mad back, I literally bowed my head and I prayed. And I asked God what I should do. He said, listen to her without saying anything which is very hard for me. I like to talk, but I did. I called her into the room. I said, okay, I I think you need to get some things off your chest. She goes, you won't listen. I said, I will. She goes, we've tried this before. You won't. I said, I will this time. She wasn't 10 seconds in and I was wanting to say some stuff. I really was. She told me things that were absolutely untrue. She told me that I didn't love her. She told me that I didn't love the kids, that I didn't want her, that I, was, uh, that I regretted ever marrying her, that I was a liar and not worthy of respect, and about a hundred other things. You ever had that knot when you're trying not to cry? I had one of those knots, but I wasn't going to cry. I wanted to tell her that all of that was untrue. I mean, literally, I had physical pain in my throat from keeping my mouth shut, but that's what God told me to do. So I kept my mouth shut. When she was done, I asked God, I said, What do I do now? And He said, Repeat every bit of it back to her so she knows you were listening. So I did. I said, well, you said that I don't love you, that I don't love the kids, that I don't want you, that I regret marrying you, that I'm a liar and not worthy of respect. And then I went on to list the other 100,000 things. And she sat there and looked at me. And I said, is that about right? And she actually went, Actually, yes, you were listening. So inside, while she's saying that, I asked God, I said, what am I supposed to do now, God? And what he told me to do I, for the first time in my life, I said, I am not doing that. He said, yeah, you are. I said, no, I'm not. What ensued next was one of the toughest battles of my life. For one of the first times in my life, man, I had drawn a line in the sand with God. And I said, God, I love you, but I'm not doing that. But he knew differently. He said, you've done it your way so many times. And where has it gotten you? I said, well, you got a point there. He said, so try this. I finally did it God's way when I absolutely did not want to. Not with a single fiber of my being. It went, every, it went against everything I thought I stood for with what God was telling me to do next. But I did. And you know what happened? The results were better than I ever could have imagined. Come back next week and I'll tell you what happened. Guys, I know that you want the type of marriage that I've talked about. Ladies, I know you want the type of man that I described. If we both want the same thing, we both want a great marriage. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so hard? We'll find out next week as we conclude The Man Church. Hey, before we head out, I want to ask you if you're going to be sticking around with us. And if you are, I'm going to ask you to go to SaveTheCowboy.com and sign up to make a monthly contribution. But let me tell you why because you heard this today because someone else did that. They gave so that we could reach you. It's time to pay it forward. When you give, we will be able to reach the next cowboy or cowgirl. The hands before you stepped up and filled the gap and now I'm asking you to do the same. Someone reached you. It's time for you to reach someone else. Go to savethecowboy.com or you can even text Cowboy, all one word, to 77977 to give with your mobile phone. Again, that's Cowboy, all one word, to 77977 it's time to pay it forward for Save the Cowboy this is Kevin Weatherby see you next time